So how did you go from being part of a narcissistic relationship to seeing through it, understanding it, and clearing that trauma out to the point where you can go forward and help others with that trauma and you could by yourself how did you manifest that seemingly Everest level of <laughs> trauma healing how were you able to do that and then to succeed so well in evolving into a state where you could help others with that Good question. <laughs> Everest level. I tell you, it certainly seemed like Everest level. That's for sure. At times, the healing process. The first thing that comes to my mind is always say, I got, I felt like I got really lucky when I learned about narcissistic abuse, when I learned what it was that I had been dealing with in this relationship, which was almost 10 years, was something. It was a thing called narcissistic abuse. And I very quickly stumbled upon a woman that talked about narcissistic abuse and she had a way of healing out of it, which I began to do and which began me on my own journey of healing, which has now evolved over time and has become what I teach to other people and give for them to do. So basically the long, messy story short was that I had come to a point in this relationship where basically the thing that kicked it over for me was that I just said, you can no longer yell at me. That's all it took. And I stuck to it this time. And what ended up coming out over time was I realized, oh my God, this person can't control themselves. We can't even have a conversation, et cetera, et cetera. And it began to open my eyes to what had always been going on, but because I hadn't set up something solid with which to see from and assess from, I wasn't able to see clearly. So when I'm doing work with people, what I will say to them is all it takes is one boundary that you don't um, renege on. You will begin to see what it is you're actually dealing with over there. That's all it takes. Yeah. Now I've done personal work my whole life. So I kind of knew how to take care of myself feel my feelings, et cetera. But it wasn't until when I learned about narcissistic abuse and could begin to see the dynamics, just how messed up they are and how twisted these relationships are and how hidden all this is. It sunk me into a much deeper level of healing. I'd already done five months of very serious healing. And at that point, it just shifted gears. And luckily at that point, I was introduced to this kind of healing, which is based in using the body to clear the energy of the unresolved past of trauma from the past. And I began doing that work in earnest. Then a little while later, I got involved in another relationship <clears throat> with someone who's a spiritual teacher. Took me about two years into that, well, a little longer than that, to realize, yes, another narcissist, just a kind of a friendlier faced one. <laughs> I felt so ashamed in a way that it's like, oh my God, after doing all this work for so long that I was yet again in another relationship. And then what was interesting to me is Melly, Tanya Evans, and then somebody else who does some work related to this, both said it happened to them too. This is what's called a covert narcissist, which tends to be much more pleasant on the surface, presents this picture of a well-meaning victim to life and to people and the people they're serving. 
So as I went through that process, which has now been seven years of my own healing journey, realized that I was raised in a household with these kind of dynamics. My spiritual teacher of 10 years, that this was a major part of the dynamic happening with him in that community, numerous relationships, employers, et cetera. This was the story of my life. The reason why it was the shifting point for me in my own journey is how I approached the healing of it. Because there are many, many people that discover that they are in narcissistically abusive relationships. And there's many different ways that can go for people. You can go and look on narcissistic abuse forums or on Facebook groups, et cetera. And you'll see these things. You'll have people that discover this, they learn about it, but they get caught in the victim state. It's very difficult for human beings, it seems, to be willing to let go of our right to be a victim. And so in these forums, you'll see a lot of people basically keep blaming the narcissist, being focused on the narcissist. It's all about them understanding them, how bad they are, how good I am, et cetera, et cetera. And what I say is that is a really important phase to go through and the shorter, the better. So therapy, kind of traditional therapy can be somewhat helpful, but in my view, it tends to miss the market. People in those professions that know the dynamics of narcissistic abuse will often say, you have to be really careful when you go into therapy for this, because a lot of therapists do not understand these dynamics. And it was my experience with the last one that I left going into therapy for a short time. The person that wakes up and realizes I've been ongoingly in my life, probably many times been in these situations where I end up feeling worthless. I end up feeling like everything is my fault. I'm always worried about what I'm going to say or do that's going to set them off, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. You're in a kind of relationship which is horribly abusive, and it's going to take a lot for you personally to really do the work so that these don't continue happening for you. I think it's part of why a lot of people don't really shift is that the level of personal work to do this is significant. It's significant because you have, you know, not only this life, but in my experience with this, with clients, how I do my work, you access things that only make sense in the context of past lives, whether those exist or not is unimportant to me. It's just simply that what we're dealing with is quite profound in us that has us not seeing that we are being on the other end of abuse daily. It's significant if you think about it, that in your life, you're in a situation where you are not registering that you are being abused, or if you're registering it, you feel completely without resources to be able to deal with it. So it's been my own journey. And then clients started coming to me with these situations. And then I was learning a lot in working with them. So that's, part of the answer. The other part, which for me is important because I believe that each of us has our own journey and our own wisdom within us and ways we're built from the ground up at a, you could say a soul level, at an essence level that we're built to function. And one of the things that I didn't realize at the time, but have come to realize over time is I am built to function on my intuition. This is not the case for everybody in the same way. And I want to make this point because anybody who's doing personal work 
I think it is tremendously helpful if you can look at, and there are systems out there that I've found supportive. All of these in the right hands, astrology, human design, and gene keys can help you to begin to understand and begin to explore and for yourself, discover how you're built to work. One thing that I learned a number of years after I was starting to operate more intuitively and realizing I am built to functional intuition, period. And the more that I give to my intuition, the more my life works. I really saw in my own personal life and in my client work that the more I trusted intuitively, the more I was able to have a life that worked for me, the more I was able to help my clients. And I was learning. For me, the, the, the experiences that I've had over my entire six decades of life have all kind of begin to find their way together. All the stuff I learned 10 years in the spiritual community and all the time I spent at Landmark doing that work and da 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 therapy, et cetera, et cetera. It's all come together through the use of my own intuition. So I want to make this point again so that it's not misheard. I think that we all have the ability to be intuitive, yes, but we are not all built to function in the same way with it. And the way our intuition, the way it works is different. This is something I've learned over the recent years through some of these systems. And it's helped me a lot in helping clients understand how they're meant to work. So it's the confluence of me setting the boundary, which whatever had me do that at that point, I just did it. And then suddenly things became clear. I knew enough at that point to start doing my own healing. And then the next thing came in, which is narcissistic abuse. Luckily, I was shown how to clear this past energetically in the body. It's, it's why it's become so central in what I teach people. I would say that's the inflection point that made all the difference. Understanding that what runs us is mostly unconscious, anywhere from 90 to 95% unconscious. This is cognitive science, this is science speaking. We don't have conscious access to it. Therapeutic models are re heavily reliant on conscious access to things. That's partly why there's limitation there. So when you learn how to use what is built into us already to access parts of our experience that we do have access to, but not with the rational mind and begin to clear these things out of our experience. It's like going in to the back of a computer that has gotten all tangled up over years, eons of time. And we're with sort of divinely inspired hands putting all the wires back and it takes time and it takes time and it takes time and it's doable. And then for me, what's come out of this, because it's really been in response to clients is a teaching that helps people to do this and to keep themselves safe and sane and sound and together as they're doing this work, begin to see life differently have life make sense and work with life and work with their own body because we're unconsciously, habitually, most of the time working against all of this and we don't realize it. I feel the world right now waking up to narcissism in all of its ways, all of the faces of it, whether you know it by that name or not. One way to see it is things are not as they appear. I thought it was one way, but I'm starting to question. I thought it was this way, but why did that just happen? Look around. There's so many places. 
if people can begin to engage with where what is being seen by them doesn't match what they thought it was and not write it off, but to engage it and decide where in that process am I putting a limit on what it is that I will accept or not. This can apply to personal situations. This can apply to our relationship to some external person or system or whatever. Where is it that I am saying not past this point and just do that and stick with it? And then life will begin to show you more and more what's going on. Now, this is happening in many spheres and it's happening in spheres that people were referred to as conspiracy theory, for instance. Mm-hmm. So you have a lot of people that are going down those roads and I'm not gonna kind of talk about all that, but there's truth in all of these things, whether the specifics are true or not, there's truth there. Things are not as they appear. And this is another place where people get stuck. It's the same thing as before. They start to see that organization, that person is lying, they're untrustworthy, they're working against me and the people. And then it's just like with people that get stuck in the abuse of relationships, it becomes all about them and exposing them and exposing them. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not saying that's bad and wrong. I'm saying it can be a stuck place. If that's all the farther it goes, then one is still consciously participating with the fact this person has power over me, mm-hmm. you see? And this for me, when you start doing this, I want to cry right now because it's so important what I'm saying. Mm-hmm to begin to say there's a place where one says no and sticks to it and you begin to discover power inside of you you begin to do the work of clearing all those things in you that had you all along not seeing it that has convinced you all along that i am not fully in control of my life and have to say over my life because we are far more than anything we've dared to imagine far more far more and it's just time it's time for that true us to start coming out into the open. And in order for that to happen, because it's already there, it's whole perfect to complete. We have to engage consciously in the process of removing those things in our bodies, in our past trauma, in our belief systems, in how we see ourselves, etc. We have to be the ones to remove those. So that's, I think, the whole story. <laughs>